Hello and welcome to the Squeaky Bum Time Podcast with Mike and Laurent. I'm Laurent. He's Mike. You can't see us. It doesn't matter. It's Monday, March 1st, and I get the text, new month, who this? I can't believe it's March, but that's time. Time is boring. I don't know why I just brought that up. In this episode, we'll discuss the immense amount of crap football being played by Man United. They have seven nil-nil draws against top teams. Zombie Spurs show up in real life versus Burnley. City winning ugly. But first, I have to talk about Brighton. <laughs> I can't stop with Brighton. I know I have a problem. I think this podcast has become the Brighton podcast because they wear blue. Or for other reason, I have a deep crush on uh, Graham Potter from his Ostersons days. Once I heard that to do team bonding, he made his team do karaoke in the local uh, in the local club in Austerson, which is like, it's not just Sweden. It's like in the Arctic Circle, Sweden. So it took guts for an English guy to go coach there. So that made him cool. So I like him. Anyway, Brighton, we know, just find ways to not win games. And against West Brom, a team they should be beating every day, twice on Sunday, which they did, except they didn't because they missed not one, but two penalties. <laughs> they also scored a free kick and Lee Mason possibly pulled off the worst refereeing in English history. So I'll set the scene. They have a free kick on the edge of the box. Lewis Dunk who had done this before, there was a replay of it. He did it against um, uh, against Adrian, against Liverpool, a quick free kick. He asks Lee Mason, can I take it quickly? Mason says yes. He blows the whistle, scores the goal. Mason looks up, notices the goalkeeper is not set, blows the whistle again, calls the goal off, then gives it, then goes to VAR. In which case, so and what we're going to be. <laughs> so, Wait, so the, the rule, the, the, the rule, the way that this goal is chalked off is because it didn't go in before the second whistle. That's the only reason, right? It's but absurd. what we're talking about is a margin. It's a margin of a nanosecond because what you're talking about, and I, looking at it on VAR, I don't agree. I think the second whistle is after. It doesn't matter. It's really, a disaster. It the guy matter. completely is making it up. It's on a the joke and a half. He literally looks like Elmer Fudd. He acts like Elmer Fudd. The English refs are whatever. But I want to talk more about Burnley because I actually did the research. By the way, on let's clap. I'm, I'm Brighton. Wait, let's clap them onto the field though, right? I'm serious. I don't have a second's worth of sympathy for anybody who's a referee in any sport. But like... The idea that like the Premier League, this comes 10 to 14 days after they created this whole campaign to reduce referee abuse. Let's clap them on the field when they walk out. Like, no, no, they are subhuman no, no. filth and should be and treated. The, and as we'll, we'll even talk about this in the in the United game where there's just other things that go on. So, so Brighton, I looked this up because I was listening to things. So in FB Ref, the new greatest website ever created, they actually have a table of every team in the top five leagues in Europe. So this is the cream of the cream. This is the, the Premier League, La Liga, Bundesliga, uh, Ligue 1, and Serie A. If you sort <laughs> by shots, um, Brighton are like in the top 10. If you sort by shots on target versus- Out of 100 shots, teams. 
out of 100 teams, exactly. Out of 100 teams, they're in the top 10. And then on, on their shooting percentage, they're the worst shooting percentage team in the league. And then if you sort by uh, expected goals, uh, their goals versus their expected goals, expect, they're the worst team in all of Europe. They're plus, they're plus minus, right? Like, yeah, their plus minus is minus they're expected, 12. Wait, they're plus minus or they're actual plus? Their, ex- their, their goals versus their expected goals is minus 12, which is the oh, worst in the league. Now, usually bad teams are there. That's why they're bad, right? But Lyon is there, and they're in second. <laughs> uh, but then there's like, it's just this outlier. Basically, Brighton are a top six team. They shoot like a top six team, have the offense of a top six team, but they score like a b- relegation team. So a couple things come to mind. One, I love this team. I can't stop watching them. There's no moment that I don't gasp and yell and stomp and scream and go insane. Like I watch every city game. It's just a matter of, can we please just score early so I can relax? They relax. They score another one. City are done. They're, they, they, they're through this league. They had a tough time versus West. It's like you have two cars, right? Yeah, it's like, it's fine. like you have two cars. One of them is a Tesla yeah. and it drives itself. <laughs> yeah. And you don't even have to think about it. You're reading the paper as you're driving the car, right? But you you're know going to drop off Avalon. Clean yeah, at whatever honor, she's doing at her friend's house or whatever. In honor, in honor, and of, then you've got another car. In honor of Grand Potter, I know the car, and his time in Sweden. It's a, it's a, like a 1985 Volvo 940. I was gonna go Volvo. <laughs> <laughs> it's this Volvo 940. It looks great. It's so cool looking. He still got it running, but really, it's shit. And it just looks amazing. It's boxy. It's you, all 80s. Everybody looks great who comes out of it. But it's yeah, yeah. But you get in the car. Yeah, yeah. And, and it, like the the bottom is corroded. Like yeah. there's no floor of the car. You gotta right? push like, to start it. But man, do I love watching this team? And I got yeah. you guys into it. You guys are all like, "What the fuck is going on with this team?" Yeah. No. So I mean, when you miss, we are officially listen, the Brighton podcast. This was this was one of the worst calls in any sport in any situation I've ever no, that seen. Was bad. But but here's the problem: you don't get to bitch about it. You just don't. No. You missed two penalty kicks. Yep. Shit together, Brighton. Yeah. <laughs> and bad. And not only that, like one of them was an obscure rule that I didn't know. Did you know this? So, no. uh, on the Danny Welbeck miss, Danny Welbeck, who can't score ever. Why was he taking a penalty no. anyway? Apparently, if you hit the post and then it hits you, it's a free. Yeah. <laughs> oh God, the second one that was so funny. Oh my God, I had so much fun watching that. Not even like, not even like from a Scheidenfraud point of view. Just from no, like a just this is the great thing about Brighton. Like, I don't care. I don't think they'll go down. But man, do they play some fun ass fucking games that drive you? Yeah, but like they, they're the bad news bears. <laughs> they fucking figured out. I don't even know how they're doing it. The other thing that that is really frustrating is the punditry angle. And of course this happens all the time, but you feel like they should elevate the amount of weirdness. Like they're not, they're just getting the, they're not clinical. They should have a bit more wins. They have too many draws. I'm like, no dude, this game, this team is as good as Leeds, as good as Villa that we love and see, but they don't have a Jack Grealish, but they're as good as those fun, exciting teams that we like. Right. And they're just like sort of brushing them off. And you're just like, no, you don't understand. This team is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> they just find but, but even, even from like, take, take the fun point of view out of it. Right. Yeah. You're like, you should just be incredulous. They yeah. come back and go, how the fuck do they not have four goals? 
What is their fucking problem? Like, like if you could imagine, like, oh, it's unbelievable. Um, like Robbie Musto just with his just head losing in his, his hands, mind, just completely distraught over the fact yeah, that Brighton can't find the back of the net. It's such a great opportunity to celebrate this odd, ridiculous team to help people understand because we should be feeling like they're a Leicester level team. Like they're right there. They just don't and here's the other have thing. a Vardy. Like season, literally the difference a, is season, they don't have a Vardy. If they did, they'd right. be Leicester. <laughs> they'd be Leicester, right? But here, so here's the other thing. In a season where the Premier League, the title's over, right? So you're it's already taking the best storyline out of the, the, the context it's usually the conversation. Over. It's kind of normal. It kind of happens all the time. Sure. But what I'm saying is you should be grasping at straws to find new storylines. It's not, it's relegation sort of, not really. It's the top four is very much on. And we'll get to that in a second, but you should be talking about more things. The like same way that you, stuff. you can't stop thinking about Aston Villa and, and Leeds. You're absolutely right. Yeah. Brighton is the third it. team in that group, but Brighton is like the retard. Like if, if Leeds <laughs> had a retarded cousin, it would be Brighton. Yeah, I mean they're not as dynamic as Leeds. No, I mean, no, no. Leeds, That's why they're the retarded cousins. Yeah, like like if, if if Brighton had had Bamford, they'd be fine. They'd be gone. And Bamford stinks, <laughs> and he's <laughs> awesome at the same time. Like yeah, he, yeah, yeah. He seems to be moving like the for Bamford up front. He kind of just mo- he's like a Luka Doncic in that he kind of just moves at his own pace. You're like, how is he getting by people? He yeah. moves slow, but when he shoots, he shoots in the corners. It's like whoa, that when he gets it, he gets it. Um. Mm-hmm. Let's sort of go through some results. Like I said, I want to I want to oh, jump ahead. into uh, Leicester and, and Arsenal more than Spurs. Okay, um, for two reasons: a, and we'll get to Leicester in a second, but I really have to commend Arsenal because this has been a tough a year win. for them, and it was a big win over Leicester, and they even achieved to go ahead of Tottenham in the table for ninety seconds. And we'll get to that. Wow, in a second. that's big. But, that's big. Yeah, yeah, it's big a big deal for them. But, uh, but Leicester's falling apart at the seams. I'm I'm scared for them. I'm really yeah I'm really yeah. I have to give a now. shout out to Kartik Krishnayer, who doesn't listen to this, but he does the World Soccer Talk podcast where they talk TV. I don't agree with any of his takes, but he's going nuts about NBC not covering the top teams, like they just cover the top six. Fine, that's what they're supposed to do because that's where all the fans are. But he is on this rampage and crusade to make sure everyone knows that Leicester is injured. And they, I have Leicester's injury list. They've now lost. They've lost Perez. They've lost Pratt. They've lost Justin James, their young uh, left back. James Justin. Uh, <laughs> whatever. JJ, they call him. Uh, Harvey Barnes out for the rest <sighs> of the season. That one hurts Fana's so has been doubtful. No Madison. No Johnny Emmons. Madison they didn't have Castagna for a while. Castagna just came back. He was out Pereira's for a long there, time. though. Pereira's there. But, they, yeah, still but yeah. have, they still have Soyenshu. And they still, I think there's, better than they still have they have some depth it's not like the it's not like the the spinal tap drubber aka the defense of liverpool level of of guys going down but yeah i mean they they're lucky to have lost that europa league they're probably like over the moon not having right. to do that anymore so they should be fine they, it's going to be a fight for the top four there's no doubt about it uh speaking of top four teams west ham uh actually they take a lot from this game they are the first team to beat City in an XG battle. They beat okay. City. They could have won that game. But this City, is really the only game I didn't catch this weekend. It was probably well, one I didn't ones. either, but I watched the replay. It was all Diaz and Stone scoring two goals and yeah. Kevin De Bruyne putting a ball in. But, you know, West Ham are tough. They're just a good team. Moyes has them playing well. They're relatively healthy, which obviously makes a huge difference for them. Um, and they had a final shot in the fi- a, a last minute shot that grazed the post from from uh that that could have got them the draw and they probably should have got a draw but you know 
They sit in the top four after 27 weeks of the Premier League. That is no small feat. That is incredible, especially mm-hmm. in the face of like, we talk about Leicester, we talk about Arsenal, we're talking about teams that have, let's just put it this way. Roman Abramovich is uh, a Russian oligarch. His team's not in the top four. Um, the Glazers who own, oh, well, the, uh, the Glazers who own Manchester United, they stole all the money they got. They're in the top four. The guys Cronkies. who own West Ham, the Cronkies married into Walmart money, but had money anyway. Uh, West Ham is owned by two porno dudes. <laughs> they literally made their money on porno shops and video stores. So we're talking guys in their millionaires versus billionaires. And I don't know if people know this, you know, having 500 million compared to a guy who has $2 billion, you're like, have nothing. You're like a homeless person to them. So West Ham, they did get a free stadium that they don't really want, which is weird. But they're doing great. So uh, awesome for them. And then we have to talk about Chelsea United, which was awful. And now the 10th game in a row that United have played a draw on. And United fans are just like, if it was Mourinho and they would do what they're doing with Sochar, people would be out of their minds. They just, they're... They seem weak-minded, like they're afraid to try and win. I don't wait know. Wait a minute, wait a minute. They sit second in the table. Yes. They're, I mean, they're in better shape than, they're the odds-on favorite for second because Leicester's, as we just profiled, their problem. Slipping, yeah. And, and West Ham is a comfortable five points back. So, and with, with goal difference, it's basically six. West Ham, uh, United has not lost to any big team, I suppose, aside from Tottenham early on this year. Not They've once, got a no. number of 0-0 draws. What I'm failing to understand is why this is a bad thing. Well, that's, right? the, that, well, that's the thing, right? That's the thing. That's the internal struggle that they're having is, how is this bad? And it's more that Arsenal are 10th. Like, go get them. Or those games are there to be won. Go win them. Yeah. Yeah. No, you know I what I mean? It. That's the problem. Like, if you had said, we're not going to lose a game against any of the top six teams and you're going to be 27 weeks into the season, you know, you'd be, you know, you'd be like, oh, that's awesome. That's great. Right. But they're all draws and they're all nil nil. <laughs> right. And so it's, there's this like struggle of like, okay, what are we supposed to do? H- how do we approach this? And I think part of it is just like, you know, wh- where are they? You know, they've got to kick on. And maybe Solskjaer is afraid after the Spurs game. He was like, that's never happening to me again because I don't want to get fired. But he he just was close back then, by the way. The thing with them, and it's the same, it's the same, it's the same. What are they trying to do? Like, what? where is the system? What are they doing? Like, we know what Spurs are doing. We know what Arsenal's doing. Uh, We know that Tuchel has a plan. We know, you know, we know what Moyes is going to do. If there's a team that has an identity, it's freaking West Ham. City, we know Pep is going to have all these things. Like, I watch City. I know exactly where the guys are going to go. What is United doing? I don't know. It's just somebody has to do something amazing, and it yeah. happens. That's um, true. And then there was a handball in this game that was fine. It was a handball. in the be- If it was the beginning of the season, it would have been a Oh, uh, that, was, that was weird because in real time, I thought it was a handball the other on way. United. Right. And then, yeah, yeah. So earlier in the season, they would have called that for sure. Yeah. But at this point in the season, the VAR told him to call, to go look. He looked and it was like, I no, I'm not giving, (laughs) 
I'm, I'm not, not giving, giving a goal this. for that. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? I agree. It would have fucked up the game. And if he said to the players, it would have fucked up the game. Good. Right. Like yeah. the spirit of the law. Like, I think there's a, there's a battle going on in soccer is, is this like, are the are the laws of the game there to be enforced 100% all the time? Or is the referee there to make it be a good game and the spirit of the law be enforced? It's a right. tough question. I don't know the answer. It, it, I'm sure it answers both and it, and it switches sometimes in the same game. Yeah. Yeah. So, like in hockey in the playoffs, right? Like, yeah. They don't call anything. Rules. Jailhouse yeah. rules. Yeah. Yeah. No one, th there's no penalties in overtime three. Unless you literally kill someone. Yeah. And no one complains, or, really. Or or you shoot the puck out of play in the defensive zone, because that's irrefutable. That's not right. something they can't, they guy can't, can't, can't fix it. Right, right, right. So this handball was whatever. But the crazy part about it was the post-game interview, Ole went into, like, cuckoo town. He went full QAnon. Like, he's been on Twitter. Like, he was talking <laughs> about the, the Chelsea website having pictures of – of Harry Maguire to try and influence the refs. He was talking about, there's an agenda. My players told me that the, that the referee said that he didn't want to call it or else, you know, I would have been in trouble. Like he went full, like that should have been a penalty no matter what. I'm like, Oh dude, don't, don't you be man United. You sound like a bitch. I hate it. At least he show, he's, he's it's something it's personality. Right, God, it's not I good, I, but it's I, something. I can't stand him. He's just reminds me of a coworker who you know sucks, but is just like loved, like Chris Vaccaro. Well, he's just shitty middle management. Yeah, that's no, about right. no, no. Vaccaro had more to him, but someone else. I can't think of it. I, I, I don't have a, the right person. You probably yeah. have like half a dozen examples. Yeah, me, for instance, he reminds me of me. <laughs> <laughs> That's why you hate him so much. Yeah. Oh God. Anything else you want to talk about? I know you had something. Yeah. Yeah. So, so the speaking Spurs, of coaches, Spurs, we hate zombie Spurs. Zombie Spurs are back. Speaking of, yeah. They, speaking they of um, smash Burnley four nil in a of managers that we hate. Uh, Jose Mourinho has gotten results now. All of a sudden, uh, he kicks the teeth in on a toothless Burnley team. Quite literally. Um, At home, Gareth Bale looks like vintage Gareth Bale. It was delightful. The, pa the, the pass to Kane is incredible. The pass to Harry Kane, 60 yards right on his foot. <laughs> so uh, it's it's enough to, to you know, make you go nuts. And so now you're sitting here and you're like, well, three games out of four, they've scored four goals. In fact, they've gone back aside from City. They scored four in their loss to Everton in the FA Cup. So the offense is, quote, unquote, coming around and clicking and all that stuff. And here's the thing. Nothing's changed Okay. Not a single thing has changed in the way that they're they still play. playing the same. Right. They're still needing the exact same thing. They did it against Burnley and Wolfsburg er. and they act burger <laughs> and you, and people sit here and act like it's this tremendous achievement. That was narrative, the worst baby. Burnley narrative. performance I've ever seen. Narrative. And I'm afraid of Burnley. I don't like them at all. I don't like them either. <laughs> can they I, go down? So I, they can uh, I would hope so. <laughs> but you've got Fulham up next. They're tough. If, They're going to be. And then you've got Crystal Palace. These were two games oh. in the critical, critical period that after after the Liverpool off. game or right before the Liverpool game in that holiday stretch where they were winning both games and they, they sat back and they blew it. Now, at the time, I sat here on this show and I said, listen, that way to play has worked for him for years at every stop. 
you can't, and it did work for Spurs earlier in the season in some instances. So you can't, at that point, you can't just flip out because it's like, oh, it didn't work. It, it dropped his points and blah, 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 whatever. Okay. Two, three months later of doing the same shit, you kind of, like, you can't play Eric Dyer if you're going to do that. Go beat those fucking teams. Go like, you're a big boy. Pull your pants up. We're going <laughs> to take it to you. You're fucking punks. You're yes. Crystal Palace. Eat a bag of dicks. To like, be fair. We're Spurs. We're going to get your ass. In that's your the ass one game. And fuck them up. I've never seen Palace. Aside from that city game with Townsend with the world beating goal a couple years back. They just that did was it two the days best. ago against fucking Brighton. The three, yeah. They took three shots and they won 2-1. Yeah, no, I know. But what I'm saying is, is that that was the best Palace performance I'd, I'd seen in years. But nonetheless. They're capable of it. You need to go there and plan to score more than one goal. Right? The, the, the plan Just stopped. don't stop attacking. Go get them. Well, so now, now you've got Sun, who has fallen off a cliff, and I'll get to that in a second. This is the axe I have to grind. Uh, Kane, Bale, Delhi came in. He looked good. Oh, the touches um, on the break were amazing. He looked great. But you've got Ndombele there. You've got LaCelso getting healthy. Lamella's been solid in that role in, in, in deputizing. So you are no longer – you never were, by the way. You were never at a loss for attacking talent. No, now you've, a different you've got, coach would – that team would attack and win. A different coach would have put up nine on Burnley probably. But so the here's here's the other thing I think too. Steven Bergvine okay. is the guy who I didn't mention in that list. He's fallen down the pecking order a little bit. And if you remember during the, the festive period, everybody was gonna get everybody was gonna get minutes, right? And he got he got a big start. He got the left wing start at Anfield in that critical two one loss. You had that game. We had it, he had it on his foot. And he looked great, and he has looked great uh, over the his is he, his is year. He gone now? <laughs> no, no. Was I don't that think the game so. that like he got? That's so. That's the thing is that like <laughs> he never recovered from hitting that post. He was on the ascendancy to pop off, and I'm not saying long term. I'm not saying he's going to become the next Raheem Sterling, but he was going to look like that, like Sun did earlier in the season for about two to three months, and yeah, we but, would I be mean, having a conversation right like, now. He was at like a 45 percent conversion rate, so right? Of course. Fine, but but we are looking at now, two three months later. If he scores that goal, if Son or Bergvine is the starting player in that position for Spurs, I right. really believe that. And they, and yeah, I mean, conversely, the, because what's happened with Spurs, they absolutely should sell Sonny. But like the thing that's happened with him is that he's coasting on value that he's created by himself. Don't get me wrong, especially when 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 Kane has been out of the lineup the last few years, he's been everything for us. But it should be said, he's he's not the guy that was there in September, right? And the oh. reason, by the way, the reason why he was even that good is because of Harry Kane. So, <laughs> so let's be very, very clear about our expectations for everybody going forward because it was hard on him because he would get a couple of bad misses and, every, and, and he was so good for such a long stretch there that you're like, are you fucking kidding me? There's an expectation that's going to go in the back of the I mean, he's still in the top three in goal scoring. Like he's still yeah, up there. Absolutely. Yeah. And he hasn't he scored actually, regularly for two months. There's uh and, and Kane put him in and it was for nothing. It doesn't matter, but he put one into the upper deck at, at the <laughs> What's, from 15 yards out. I can't deal with you guys. Really bad, cheesy, like Russian techno fucking uh, goal. It's sandstorm. That's no, terrible. It's sandstorm. It's That's new terrible. though. They've never done it before this year. It's, I love it. There's nobody there. Don't play the fucking song. Who the fuck cares? I think that's why they're playing the song because they never had to before. <laughs> that's the thing. Come is on, that man. like. Listen, Spurs have some of the best sounds that in in the Premier League. You know why? You know what song they come out to 
for the introductions. Uh, Duel of the Fates from Star Wars. The fucking Darth Maul battle. Oh, all right. It's fucking sick. Oh, my God. It makes the hair on my nipples stand up every time. City just do Oasis songs. That's it. Right. I mean, that's, yeah, okay. That's that's fine. That's all we got. We're just like Oasis all day. Yeah. Um, Any games you want to talk about from last week that you're interested in? Uh, Do you want to talk? Leads, well, no, they were boring. Yeah, there was nothing back. Really else. It's coming back around on the guitar because we've got tomorrow, we've got City and Wolves. Oh, wait, this is... Liverpool won. We have to mention that. Congratulations, Liverpool. Anyway, yeah, you beat Sheffield United. Go fuck yourselves. Yeah, so we've got, um, speaking of Liverpool, on Thursday, and we'll yeah. do the show Thursday night, so we'll, we'll be talking about this then. Yeah, yeah. That's the big game, Liverpool and Chelsea. So this it's is what... shit. Yeah, but this is another test for Tuchel, right? We talked about this test last for week Tuchel. Where, yeah, my tushy. <laughs> so, uh, so I think Toshi.com. Yeah, Toshi.com. I think that uh, City and Wolves might be a little interesting. I have no idea. Uh, I, I don't. Just, I just not want anymore. Wolves. It, it would have been scary, but City at home versus Wolves. City, by the way, are going to play like their next five games at home for some weird reason. Yeah, I just. I want to believe in something that's not there with Wolves, and I'm not going to stop. Gone. It's gone. It's it gone. gone. They lost Jimenez. It's gone. Like yeah. they still, they still, they're still tough. They're not going to. They're if not they going to roll over. If they were, if if they were completely interested in just straight up Burnleying and like, oh, they being, can shit house the whole thing. But Pedro Neto is better than Burnley's anyone's ever yeah. had on Burnley. Right? Well, and so they like, still have Traore, who shockingly has not scored a goal. See, but Traore's weird because Traore's not. Eh, He's, he's a, a one trick back. pony. Yeah. Well, yeah. not yeah. He's 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 a running back. He's yeah. not a, a a finisher. Yeah. Right. No. no. Yeah, but so, he had he he scored four and t- last year he was like six and ten. He scored two against City on the break. Yeah, he was like his, hot. That was his killer yeah. game. Um, the thing that's underrated about what's happened to Wolves and this shows up in the stats, Patricio has been bad. For them. He's had a tough year. Ooh. Yeah. Um. So yeah, we've got mostly crap. Uh, but then the big one. But then you've got Liverpool and Chelsea. Chelsea are not giving up goals, but they're not scoring either, which is the weird thing about them. Uh, they've been tight. I think Tuchel's trying to get them going. They're so talented. I don't know what's going on with these Germans. They, have, you know, they, they, they. I think they're, you know, they blew their load. They, uh, they did 1940. They did all the bombing. Now they can't score in England. <laughs> so i don't i don't know what's going on there they really that was our nazi reference of the week um <laughs> it wasn't nazis it's Wehrmacht. <laughs> yeah well you know it depends on definitions right so it, <laughs> and then you based... guys have fulham i think you should be petrified uh i'm not petrified i'm just i'm just i i'm i'm i feel nothing which is better <laughs> i'm on my way back i felt i told you on sunday i felt uncalcified which is nice oh yeah but let him run my, guess, my, my guess play. is he won't play bail because it's too soon. I think he will because it's an extra day off. It's from oh, okay. Sunday. It's not Wednesday. It's Thursday. So mm. if it was Thursday, uh, if it was and Wednesday, then are they agree. All, And then is everyone playing on Saturday again? Uh, Saturday and Sunday and Monday. That's ridiculous. And Wednesday for you. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah, City just have like games this. upon games. Think of it like this. Something. They, yeah, but <laughs> they've somehow caught up already, by the way. Yeah, um, we've been but, picking up games here and there. But there's there's windows of opportunity for the premier league that, or so they think this year because uh, where there's no European play just to just get these games out of the way. 
you know? Yeah, I mean, they're trying to do the Euros. I did see something about you talking about the Euros being in the UK. I have to listen to it, but I will check that out. Uh, that's that's unconfirmed there. because when I, sec- when I sent that to you, we haven't really heard anything else. No, about there's, it a, there's a whole podcast about it that I need oh, to listen yeah, okay. Yeah. I don't well, know let me just let me just be the first, or probably not. But the, I'm thinking of this is going to take place basically a week and a half, two weeks after their lockdown completely lifts, right? Yep. Go back to normal, which means you have held a country captive for two a year and a half, and you are basically saying you're just let the like let the the cages flag open. fly, yeah, and yeah. you're creating a nation of psychotic football hooligans it is it is a nation of the terraces i'm really excited about it yeah it should be listen i don't know what they're gonna do i don't know what the story is but i will report back by thursday i'll know more about that uh do you want to wrap it up let's wrap wrap it it up you wrap it up all right that was the squeaky bum time podcast with mike salerno on the round 14s we do this on mondays and thursdays throughout the premier league season please rate and review on Apple Podcasts. It makes a huge difference for the show. And if you do comment, please let us know. We will read it on the air. And Karthik Krishnayar, come find me.